10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. From the Ground Up Productions presents, presents Talk Therapy with Lady Miz. She is here to listen and give advice, but brace yourself. Brace yourself if you can't handle the truth. Because she's not sugarcoating a thing. She is getting to the root of the problem and addressing the ugly truth. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in to Talk Therapy with Lady Miz. Testing, testing, testing. It's been a very long time, okay? I am definitely happy to be back. For <clears throat> that sound. Mm-hmm. What's good, y'all? What's good, ladies and gentlemen? It has been a while since I've been on talk therapy. Um, this is a very much needed show. And I know, like, I had so much going on. And again, it's always family first. Kids had events. Certain things came up. So I was unable to do this show. Um, but obviously, we kept the other shows going. But I am back and I'm happy to be back because talk therapy is so needed, especially in the times that we live in right now. Um, For people who do not know, talk therapy, um, this show really was for us to come together and be able to speak about things that's going on in the world. It was a place for us to express ourselves and, and have discussions about how we feel, how you feel, how we feel about all of the things that's going on and how it's also affecting us. Um, today's topic is, this is a mental health check-in, okay? Today is a mental health check-in. And believe me, like I'm, I'm going to touch on so many different topics. I know last time I think I did this show, I was addressing mental health on a different level. Um, this I'm going to call this the part two to mental health because it is very much needed. Now, yes, we have our shows where we interview people. We got our hood court. Y'all know it goes down on there. But this show is on a whole nother level. So really don't expect me to... Um, be acting crazy or ratchet <laughs> on this show. Th- th- that's not going down. Today, we are going to be discussing a lot. And I'm going to be also giving you guys a lot of uh, helpful and useful information that I think that y'all can benefit from um, because it's all about each one, teach one, okay? Um, before we get into that, um, well, let me first shout out those who are pulling up early. Big shout out to Lady Z on the check-in. I see you. Big shout out to Shaki and Tell Mama. I do not know who else is there, but if you um put your uh, a comment in, I will definitely shout you out. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, make sure that you hit the um, subscribe button. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button right now and then hit the notification button so that you know when we go live. Okay, make sure y'all hit that notification button. Oh, all my favorite people. Everybody's my favorite people. I haven't seen Calcutta and Renee for a long time. So welcome. Welcome back. Welcome me back because it's been a minute. Um. 
Y'all know that Ray is also a part of my show. I love to have him on here because I love to get his point of view on things. But um, before we get into this, because today I think it's going to get a little deep. Uh, but before we get into it, I first want to do our quick promos that we have. So first, I'm going to talk about the reunion coming up on July 23rd in Queens. The location... Hold on, guys. Um, let me see if I can find because the location has actually changed. Let me see if I can find it. OK, the location is at um, Brookville. If I hope I'm saying that right. Park in Queens. And that's 149th Ave. Um, it's going down there. So, guys, um, that event that's going down July 23rd in Queens, um, it's the um, reunion, also known as the platform. Um, you're going to have several different people performing. Me and Chucky Chuck is the host. Um, DJ Red Alert will be there. Melissa Morgan will be performing. Um, Mikey D, the Clientele Brothers, um, Sedan, the God of Sound, uh, Poppy Fortune, King Charlie Prince is going to be there. Uh, town, no, I'm sorry, I'm about to say Town Mama. <laughs> but Town Mama is going to be there, I believe. <laughs> I'm talking about performing. Um, Pound Cake is going to be blessing the stage. Um, we got um, M Money. Oh, boy, I got to get the thing up. I wish, do you have it? You, yeah. you know. Uh, no, the video. Yep. Okay, so let's play that quick little video, just a quick little video, just to show y'all a few of the people that's going to be blessing that stage today. Um Yes, y'all. So don't forget that location has changed. It's at the Brookville Park. And I hope I'm saying that right. In Queens, 149th Street um, is going down. Um, big shot out to Calcutta. One of the dopest photographers and videographers that's going to be out there doing his thing. So, yes, he will be out there taking pictures. And if y'all need a professional to take your pictures, he is definitely the one that you want to see. Calcutta is a very respectful and professional man out there doing his business. He's a great person. So uh, definitely look out for Cal Cutter out there. I'll see you soon, Cal. All right. Um, also, just want to let y'all know, if you have not already tasted my boss chips, listen, the flavor that I have is running out, guys. And um, the next flavor, it, it might be a minute before I get that because I am I want to take a, um, some time to uh, focus on getting my chips in the big box stores. So right now, now, just so y'all know, I ordered this one flavor uh, and I wanted this to, to put this out there so that y'all can have something tangible so you can see what it tastes like, what the bag feels like, what it looks like, how much you get. But um, the, the goal is for me to get it in the big chain stores. But what I have now is really for the people that know me and, and for the local areas that I can get it out to. So if you guys haven't already and you want to support me, um, you could go to my website. That's bossmovechips.com and taste the chips. Tell me if you like them. Um, I haven't heard anything bad yet. Everybody that tastes the chips said they love them. And although they're sweet, hot barbecue, 
they're not like really hot, hot, hot. Like some people think, oh, they're going to be hot. They're not like that type of hot. You, you get a little like twang with it, but it's not that hot. So you definitely want to check it out. You could go to bossmovechips.com, place an order, or you can call me directly and place your order. If you guys haven't seen, I have a single coming out called Rodden. That's right. Rodden. That's my single that will be coming out on June 24th, the day before Hubby's birthday. So that's my birthday gift to him. Yes. So June 24th, my album will be out, but I will be releasing it on my website June 17th, a week before it hits the streaming platforms where you guys can purchase it directly from me. Um, It will be on my website, which is later. Ladymiz.com. I spell lady with an I. So it's L-A-D-I-M-I-Z.com. And you will be able to go there and purchase it directly and have it forever, right? Or you could just wait until they hit them streaming sites. I am shooting a video for that, um, for that um single. So make sure you guys look out for that. Um, what else we got? What's what? good, Jeffrey? How you doing? Who um Family business. Oh, yes. Oh, guys, please do not forget about family business. Do not forget family business is me and my whole family on this joint. And it is on all streaming platforms. You could go hear it and right now, wherever you listen to your music and you type in family business or type in Lady Miz and you see family business, it will come up. You will hear all of us. It's an amazing compilation because there are so many different styles on there because we all got our own styles. Our kids is on there. I'm talking about it's Dope, okay, you get your R&B and you get your hip hop all mixed in one. It's not too crazy. So definitely look out for that. All right. Let's get into it. What up, Calcutta? Calcutta. Where mommy at, Calcutta? <laughs> this thing, you know, I'm really getting tired of this. All right. <clears throat> did we did we get everything that we needed to get? The compilation. Oh, guys, if anybody needs a website or anything done, if you need flyers, um, posters, if you're uh, if you have movies coming out or if you need some graphic design, make sure you look for Logo Ika. He spells that L-O-G-O-I-K-A. Logo Ika. He is a graphic designer. He does all of our work for us. So if you want to see what his work look like, you can look at um, one, the Boss Move Chips, he did all the animation for that. If you go to my Lady Miz website, he he did that website for me. When we do hood court and you see everything in the back, like the hood, like it's a court, he he designed all of that for me. So definitely check him out. If you need this work done, he is the guy to go to. Now we're going to get into the topic. All right. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure you share, share. Share this with someone and tell them to join in. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can hear it. <laughs> I told y'all this is a calm show today. All right. It's calm. If y'all came for ratchetness, I'm sorry. I ain't got it. So let's first, because this thing then got crazy again. Let's first address some of these issues that I want to talk about is uh, happiness, right? What is happiness okay we could be here all day talking about this but i was actually having this discussion with my daughter the other day right so let's we could talk about what do you do to make you happy right 
Because people, when you look around in the world, it looks like people are literally losing their minds. They're losing their minds. And this is this is like, you know, it's very sad that we are living in a time like this because you would have thought that COVID with losing people on a regular basis, it would have changed something in us. Right. It would have changed something in us to make us say we, we need to honor and respect uh, people more. We need to appreciate the ones that we love more. Some things are just too petty and life is too short. But people, it looked like people came out and they got worse over time. I don't know what is going on, but it looked like people got worse over time. So the first thing that I want to start talking about here today is what is happiness, okay? What makes you happy? Because a lot of times people are chasing careers and chasing things that they think that they want to do in life. And they'll work so hard to get to that point and still never really feel what happiness is like. This is why we have celebrities that are unhappy. They're on drugs. People are miserable. People are committing suicide. Money doesn't make you happy. I know we had this discussion before. He laughs, but I'm gonna keep it real. And, and you you can always um, chime in whenever mm -hmm. you want. Money does not make you happy. It makes you comfortable to do what you want to do, okay? Ha happiness, because if I gave you all the money right now and put you in the biggest house that you could possibly have, but you had no one there that you can love and no one to love you back, if you didn't have no real friends around you or no real family or whoever, then you telling me that you're going to be happy? You're not. Because that connection with somebody is so important. And I think that that is part of what the problem is. We are really getting away from the connection that we need to have with one another. See, y'all can people can act tough if they want to. But when you when you lose the connection of someone, let's start with rather it's a parent, a sibling, oh, OK, a cousin, uncle, grandmother or whoever. People that are just supposed to genuinely love you no matter what the situation is. When you lose that connection or you feel you don't have it, you search for it. You search for it in other people. You do like somebody could say, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't need nobody. It's not true. See, and this is why we again, this is going back to the mental health um, issue. Sorry, my alarm went off. Turn that off. <clears throat> this is going back to the, the mental health because people will tell themselves that they don't want to be around nobody. They don't like nobody. They, you know, they don't need nobody. And it's not true. But because that loneliness will set in. OK, this is let me tell you, this is why you got people constantly on social media looking to connect with other people. OK, this is why you have people doing the things that they do or even. And I'm. this is not a shot at no one. Hey, cousin India, this is not a shot at anyone. But and I, I hope if, if somebody's on here right now and you did this, I am not talking about anybody specifically. I'm speaking in general. I have seen people do this because they're looking for some attention for someone to show them that they care. People be in the hospital, in the hospital bed, taking pictures. I'm sick. I'm this, I'm that. I don't know. You know what I mean? And the thing is, well, you can't be that sick if you have time to go on social media and post yourself in the bed, right? Or if you are that sick, you're seeking 
attention. You're you're looking for a response for someone to say, or not RIP, sorry, get get well soon or this and that, right? A lot of people look for that because they want to know, like, do somebody care? You know why? Because we are living in a time now where people act like they don't care about nobody. Okay, people act like they don't care about nobody. Body people, they, the love has literally diminished. I feel like it diminished after COVID even more. We were already having trouble with family structure. We were already having trouble with relationships, right? And and and, and relationships with friends. People don't even know how to be a friend anymore. Okay, they don't. They don't know what love is. They don't know how to connect with people. They don't know how to be a friend. People don't know what it's like to be in love and have a relationship with someone. They don't even know what love is when it comes to a relationship because we live in a time now where everything that is advertised promotes hate. I turn on the news. It is people getting shot up. I turn on the freaking internet, same thing, or people with the drama. I put on the radio, it's nothing but kill, 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 B-I-C-T-H and the N-words and this and that throughout the whole thing. So it's like, where do you turn and where do you go to get a break from these issues? Where do we go to get a break? And I had to tell myself too, because sometimes people send me stuff all the time and I got, I, I was getting sick of it, but then I realized I'm sending it to people too. I'm forwarding somebody got killed, somebody got shot. But what is it doing to us internally, mentally? You, th you could think that it's not bothering you. You could think that, oh, you're just looking at it, but you don't realize what it is doing to you, how it's actually making you think and respond when you go out in the real world. Okay, you got something to say? Yeah, I'm gonna say because you know some of the stuff you name mm -hmm. is beneficial, you know, to that company when that stuff happens because they know shop is gonna be shared. Okay. So think about it. You know, when you say like you said, so, social media is the gift and the curse. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to connect with the people you want to connect with, but then you also get the bad stuff that comes with it. Right. So you know, every time something bad happens on social media and people share it, that million streams that gets shared not only benefits the person who's sharing it, but it also benefits that company where it's posted to. Right. I understand the benefits of it. Right, but right, see, no, no. what I'm talking about is the people that's being affected by it. Right. Because you got to also remember those algorithms, that's only going to go to the people who click on it. Right. I'm glad you said that. Let me address that. A lot of times, if you guys don't already know this, I'm going to say this or I'm going to say this for someone who may come across this and need to know. If you're wondering why you constantly see all those fights and all the killing is because you are clicking on it. What Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all these social media sites, what they do is they have, um, like he said, it's an algorithm, right? And they look into like, okay, this is something that someone's always clicking on. That means that this person likes to look at stuff like this. So if you was to, if you have a business, if you're an artist or whatever you do, excuse me, and you say, I want to run a campaign on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, wherever you're at, right? What they do is you have to um, uh, 
pick a target audience. And based off of that target audience, you can choose the, the Facebook, the social media to pick it for you, or you can select who you want um, and what their interests are, right? And But let's just say you, you have Facebook do it. Facebook is going to, going to target the people who they know that are clicking on the content that you're trying to get people to see. All right. If anyone does not understand what I'm saying, let me know in the comments and I will try to explain it uh, further. But if you do just follow along here. So you're, you're, you're paying them, right? This is how they make their money. You're paying them so that they can um, reach people that they think is interested in your, con in, in your content. That's why when you talking, and you start looking on your phone and you start seeing ads or emails of stuff like, how the hell did they even know that I wanted this? Because they're listening to your conversation because here, guess what? Because we, when you, when you use these apps, you are the terms and conditions. When you check off on that, you're saying that I give you permission to listen to my comments, to read my messages, to do all of that. We are actually agreeing to give up our rights and let them invade our privacy in order for them to find the right people so that they can make money off of people when they get their campaigns. I'm just going to put that out there. Right. So at the end of the day, to bring it back full circle, you are. If you are clicking on this type of stuff and you don't want to see it no more, stop clicking on it. And then they will start to recognize that you no longer want to see these things because that ultimately you can play a role in your own mental health. If you keep allowing that in your space, allowing it in your mind, allowing it in your brain, right? You got to stop that. We all have to stop that. Yes. I'm not saying that it's, if someone needs uh let's say for example if someone kills someone and uh people need to see it they probably try to hide it or cover it up social media is good for exposing for that right and it gets around but after a while it becomes a bit much and it is a lot for us to to handle okay so let me bring it back because i know i kind of went yeah, off a little bit mm -hmm. uh, you know what you, what, what, what really affects a, a lot of people is the graphicness of what is being played on social media Yes. You know, if talking about it is one thing, but right now you see videos of people getting shot and falling off of roofs or whatever. It's and a lot. Yeah, it's that's the mental health part of it because I, I, you know, that people don't believe it or not, but watching that stuff causes post traumatic stress, even if it doesn't affect you. It sure does. It sure does. If, if it's not you personally dealing with it, the the idea of seeing someone get shot or falling and hearing the screams, all of that. Is post can give you post traumatic stress. Absolutely, a hundred percent, without a doubt. And you're right because I know for me, I see stuff and feel traumatized, right? And it doesn't, you know, at the end of the day, when they say people from the hood and in the ghetto, they see killing all day, they suffer from PTSD, right? You can suffer from this from seeing it consistently online. And then when you go out into the real world and you don't understand why you're so agitated or you're this and you're that, you don't know it's because of everything that you are taking in. You know what I mean? So you really got to filter out these things and, and clear your system out. Try to focus on as much positive things as, as possible. Now, one of the things that um, that I kind of a little bit got off track and I want to get back around to was what is happiness? So I was talking to my daughter the other day and I said to her, oh, hearty slice. What's good, hearty slice? <laughs> I said to her, I said, what 
do you want out of life and what what makes you happy? So she's naming all these different things, right? So I, I for me, I can't tell her what makes her happy. I, I, I could just suggest things, but she has to know. But one of the things that I was trying to tell her was there was a lady that I seen on TikTok, right? And this lady had, uh, she gave up all her stuff. She bought a trailer home that is a mobile home and she got a piece of land and she puts it on there. I think she says she paid $52 a year. She doesn't have no rent. She doesn't have no mortgage. She's free to go where she want, whenever she want. She has money coming in, but she doesn't have all these responsibilities, right? Somebody may look at her and say, wow, who wants to live a life like that? Right. But if that is what she considers to be her happiness, then she's living her life. The problem is a lot of us are too busy chasing after what society told you that happiness is. A lot of us are trying to chase after a dream of what someone said success look like. And that's not the case here. You have to look within yourself. You have to look deep down in yourself and say, what is it that really makes me happy? Okay. I don't care what my mother said, my father said, my grandmother, sister, brothers, and friends in society and BET or MTV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm serious. What is it that actually makes you happy? Because even when like, okay, I'm gonna give you an example for myself. I'm gonna speak on music. I love to do music. He tell me don't say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> Look, listen, I love music, but what I don't like is to be under pressure. I don't like people telling me what to do. I don't like to be under pressure of when I need to write. I just want to do it and be free. If y'all heard of Summer Walker, how she says she loves to create music, but she doesn't like to perform and do all that. That's me too. I don't want the hassle of all that stuff. I just want to have fun and create. So when you see me, even with this riding, I wrote that song in 45 minutes. I came in here, right? Recorded it. And it, that's it. 45 minutes done. OK, I enjoyed it. What I'm saying is happiness cannot come from somebody can't tell me, well, if you don't get on uh, Power 105 or BET, then you're not successful because you didn't make it to this part. And you didn't. But guess what? If I'm not looking for that, if I'm not if I'm not searching for that then it is what it is. Whatever happens, happens. But the happiness come from me creating. See, when you're a creator, that's what you focus on. So all I'm telling you is find out what makes you happy. If you're a person that likes to travel, then travel. If you're someone that says, you know what? I don't want the responsibility of taking care of a home. Then don't be a homeowner. It's okay. That doesn't make you a failure. It does not make you a failure in life. You have to know what it is that you want. Okay. Most people don't know what they want. So they find themselves running and chasing a dream that was never theirs to begin with. And it ends up turning into a nightmare. Sometimes that dream they're chasing is somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Yep. Absolutely. Looking at social media going out. That now that you brought social media up, what's good, Grant Body P? It was good, Demo Wet. I see y'all on the check-in. Um, we are discussing mental health right now. We're doing a mental health check-in. I want to make sure all my people is good out there. I want y'all to know that I am good, although, <laughs> look, I got to say, although, although I feel that there are times where I, um, you know, sometimes fall down a little bit um, because 
things could get very depressing um, in life when I look at what's going on, when I look at like the shootings that's happening, you know, and I don't want to focus our time on that right now today or tonight, but I do want to address it a little bit. Uh, I want to oh, no, what happened? No, no, I was going to read some of the, the two of the comments that came up about what they believe happiness is. Okay. Yes. Let's, let's, let's do that. Let's see what, what you guys got to say out there. Okay. I'll cut up. Uh, you know, he said peace to oneself. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Cal. Grand Body P said, I found happiness 13 years ago today. Could have died in a car crash with my brothers. Mm. After that, I saw things so differently and realized I was here for a real reason. Amen. 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 And you see what I'm saying, Grand Body P? Uh, That experience was a wake up call. And it also, I'm sure, made you say, let me... um, live my life and do what I love and don't worry about what nobody got to, what anybody else got to say. You know what I mean? Um, there was something I wanted to say. Oh, one of the things that I said to my daughter when it came to happiness was, um, if you know that song, if you got 24 hours to live, right? So I said, well, this is how you find, this is my theory and I could be wrong. I don't know if this is going to work for you. Right. But I'm going to tell y'all, this is a way to maybe find out what really makes you happy. If you found out from the doctor that you only had three months or six months to live, what would be at the top of your list to do? Who would be at the top of your list as far as who you would be spending your time with? Because a lot of times, sometimes we can neglect the ones who mean the most to us because we take them for granted. Okay, we we take people for granted and we can neglect them because we just assume that they're always going to be there. And this is why when we lose people, it hurts so much because we did not get enough time in with them. We didn't tell them we we love them enough. We didn't love ourselves enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we don't want to wait until they're in the casket when they can't hear us and they can't see us to tell them that we love them or to be at that moment to give them your time because they don't know you're there now, okay? Their spirit has left their body. So at the end of the day, if you had three to six months and you found this out right now, who would be at the top of your list that you would be spending your time with? What would be at the top of your list? What would you be doing? Because I can guarantee you probably some of the things that we, okay, I'm going to say we, because I'm, I'm talking to myself too. Some of the things that we probably be, that, that we're doing on a regular basis and giving our time to might not even be on that list. That's going to set in like, wait a minute, this ain't that important. And that's what I thought COVID did. But to me, it did the opposite. It did it when we were in the house. But as soon as these fools got outside, they started bugging. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on. I I don't argue with people in the car. I don't get upset. You know, I really have calmed down a lot, a lot, you know, for real. Did anybody, um, uh, guys, I want y'all to do this. Uh, I see that um, town mama said my grandkids put in the comment section um, who, even if it's one person or one thing, at what would be on your list? Put it there. Um, India says spending as much time with my sugar lump and son. Absolutely. See, those people are important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. She said, read mine's cuz. Um, did you talk about this one? Yeah. <laughs> here, here she go. <laughs> she talk about the show when you said this is the mental health check in. She said, "Oh damn, that's what this is." Cause shit. Well, then I'm all fucked up. 
Well, don't worry. We're going to get you right before the end of the show. Hopefully, anyway, we're going to try. All right. So, um, guys, again, so now we talk about happiness. I just want to uh, move on from that. But I do want to say find out what happiness really is to you. And the way that you can do that, like I said, is by really just simply uh, saying, if this is all of the time that I had left, who and what is it, what would be the most important thing for me? Focus on that and start to, to do things around that. Because honestly, when you do that, then what it would do to your mental health too is a big deal. Because when, when you're happy, you respond like that. Your energy is different. You ever go around somebody and their energy is just not good because they're miserable? You know what I'm learning? And I'm about to tell y'all a story. I'm not going to give a name, but I'm going to tell y'all something. But what I'm learning is I used to get upset when I got around people and I still kind of do in a way I'm, I'm still in a learning process, but I would get upset when I got around people who were just negative and I could see. And, but the thing is, you know what they say, the energy rubs off and then you might be responding to that because that law of attraction is so real. You know what I mean? But what I'm what I'm trying to teach myself is to realize that they might be a damaged, hurt person and they don't know no other way to be but to be miserable and angry or or to come at somebody a certain way because they're damaged. Right. Because hurt people hurt people like they say. So what am I trying to figure out? I am trying to figure out how do I respond to that where I don't allow it to affect me. How do I respond to that where I do not allow it to affect me? That is what I'm working on. Okay. That's what I'm working on. And let me tell y'all something that just happened um, to us recently. Um, we had a beautiful day, came home. I looked at my social media and there was someone that I know on there no, look, I'm going to I'm going to say it. OK, there was someone on social media that was threatening us. I mean, disrespecting us, tagging our name on Facebook. I mean, I'm talking about going in. They were saying we are dead devils and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the hell? I couldn't understand. So I said, let me send this person a message and say like, yo, what's good? Like, why are you putting this stuff up there? Because it wasn't like I did anything. I could see if we did something, um, then I could say, okay, well, I can understand why they mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you, you know, you can't do anything about it. And then later on, I found out that this person was on drugs. And I guess that they may, may have been smoking dust. But see, what was actually coming out was their underlying hate and somewhat jealousy that they had towards us for reasons that I won't say here tonight, only out of respect for one person that we care about. But what had happened was this person was acting in that in that way. And, um, you know, it, it, it was really bad. It was bad. I'm, I don't know if y'all seen it, you know, because it, it, first thing I, I was a little embarrassed by it because I said, damn, people are going to see this and think that like we did something so horrible. You know what I mean? And then I couldn't understand why. But then when it came back full circle, it was like, oh, OK, drugs, you know. So when you again back to a, a, a person that's hurting, a person that is damaged, that's not happy, that's miserable, that's going through a lot. And they might look at you and think that that you might be doing better or, or things might be better for you in a sense. And if you choose not to deal with them on a certain level, they could get angry, take offense to it and then they could become hateful. But, yes, this was just done to us. What, last week? Mm -hmm. 
Yep, end of last week. The end of last week, okay? Everything. It was horrible. I'm talking about knives and guns. They it was a it was a trip, okay? But I'm gonna leave it as that because it's it's <laughs> it's um it's crazy. But at the end of the day, what does that tell you? That tells you that I had to say this person is sick, okay? And I just gotta be careful and we gotta do what we gotta do to protect ourselves and our family, and that's that point blank period, but understand and recognize the signs before you respond. Okay. That's another thing, because if you respond to somebody who's like that now, what did Jay-Z say? People from a distance can't tell who's who, right? A wise man said, don't argue with fools because people from a distance can't tell who's who. Don't be a fool and wind up in an altercation with somebody who has nothing to lose. When you have something to lose, this is why we got to keep our minds on the right check or on the right track and do these mental check-ins, baby. Okay. We have to do these mental uh, check-ins. All right. Um, now I want to talk about health. Okay. Health is also very important too. So when we, when we speak about mental, mental health, we talking mental and physical, mental and physical. Because guess what? If your mental is wrong, do you realize that what it can do to your whole body, what it can do to your heart, what it can do to listen, high blood pressure, which I have. OK, and I'm learning how to keep myself calm because I used to always react to everything so aggressively. Right. And a lot of it has to do with how I ate the things I put in my body. The doctors always say it, family history, but I believe, I don't believe in that. Um, I believe that it's what we put in our body. You can't tell me just because everybody got it. I got to get it. So if I do all the right things, you mean to tell me just because somebody else had it in my family? No, I believe that it is, it is what we put in our body that matters. Okay. So here's the thing. Where you going? Oh, <laughs> <Where's> the, <clears throat> here's the thing. Your health is so important. When you have high blood pressure, um, your you know the when you get upset and you're angry, it restricts your your blood, right? So when your heart is trying to pump and, and get through those 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 vessels and stuff, it's restricting. So when you people don't even know when you get angry. That's why they say road rage is very dangerous. Do you know that when you get angry? It blocks a certain part of your uh, peripheral that you can't see from a certain distance. Look it up. It does. Right. So all of these things that happens, it all starts here in your mind. So you have to be aware of what you're responding to and what you're doing, because if you don't, you don't realize what you are doing eternally to yourself. All right. So taking care of your health, we got to I'm not saying that I am great at this because I was getting better and I fell completely off track, but eating right, eat right, exercise if you can, which I need to start doing again, eating right, exercising, mental health, meditating, See a breathing. Yes. See a therapist. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Talk on it. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah I don't find nothing wrong with it. I feel I'm way better when I talk to a therapist, especially when I'm pissed off. Like last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be his therapist last week. <laughs> Listen, yes, uh, Demo Wet said breathing helps walking and drinking water. 
Absolutely. People don't know that just breathing, taking in deep breaths. And if you don't know, I'm going to tell you how to do it right now. This will instantly lower your blood pressure. Breathe in. If you could count to 10, breathe in. Hold it for 10 seconds. Breathe out slow for 10 seconds. Do it three times. Immediately, you will feel the difference. Okay. Breathing techniques actually helps and it also helps calm you. Mm -hmm. I used to suffer from anxiety really bad. Okay. Anxiety is a mental health thing. And I used to suffer from it. And I did not know that I used to have anxiety. I didn't know what it was. It, my anxiety used to be so bad that it used, it used to feel like my throat was closing up on me. And I used to like go to the hospital and I was always in the hospital trying to figure out what was wrong. And when I got there, they checked me and then I don't feel like nothing's wrong. I'm like, ain't nothing wrong. And they're like, nothing's wrong. You could go. So I'm like, then what the hell was that? And later on, I found out it was anxiety. So all these things that was going on in my head, right? All these feelings that I was feeling, um, I did not understand where it was coming from. Because I had a lot of issues, too, and a lot of damage mentally and all of that stuff. So sometimes, you know, again, we don't realize it, but it plays out in life. You know, it plays out in life. Um, back to the the health. Just guys, check your health. Check um, because if you tell yourself you're sick, you will be sick. All right. So just remember that <clears throat> I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Okay, good. Uh, Cal Cutter asks, do you have control issues? Do you have to be in control? Um, I do have control issues. Absolutely. 100%. Um, but I think I'm working on it. Am I working on it? Am I getting better? I mean, be honest. Cause... Yeah, you're getting better. Okay. He said, you ain't got it yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That ain't the right uh, one, damn it. <laughs> he why. said... What? I mean, shit, we all we both have that issue. Oh, okay, because you do too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> no, I think you got we both got control issues. Um, I definitely have control issues, but I am learning how to let go. I'm learning how to say, like the other day when you was driving, you ain't hear my mouth at all, did you? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, but guess what? That whole time in the car, do you know I was actually telling myself, don't say nothing, don't say nothing, don't say nothing. It was a lot of stuff I wanted to say, but with it's, it, it's in, I'm in work in progress in due time. Um, it's not that I ain't never going to say nothing, but I do have to learn how to relax. <laughs> I do. I have to learn how to let others or let you be in control when it's time for you to be in control. There are some times where I'm going to be in control of stuff, right? We all have to take control of certain situations, but you do got to know when to fall back. Absolutely. 100%. Um, That's important because a lot of people who always want to be in control are the mm -hmm. most stressed. Because Absolutely. They, they stress over stuff that they shouldn't even be stressing over. Yes. And you and you told me that a, a few times. Like, hey, if you just relax, then you can see that I can do it. You know what I mean? And the problem is I was just so used to doing everything um, myself and controlling the situation all the time that I did not know how to let go. You know what I mean? So that's another mental thing like a lot of us could probably have, right? When we're taking care of stuff, taking care of the kids, taking care of the house, taking care of this, at work, taking care of stuff, your friends call you for everything, other family members, you're taking care of them. You don't know when to turn that switch off because you're always in go mode. And that's how I was. So I didn't know how to say, well, let me fall back because I was afraid to fall back because I felt that if I fell back, everything would fall apart. 
Okay. And that's what, that well, that that's that's where anxiety comes from. Yes. That's why I had so much anxiety. And and you see, this is why it's important to have these conversations, but it's also important sometimes write in the diary because you never know what you're going to uh, come up with or realize about yourself that you probably don't know. When I took that um, Ayana, I hate to mess up her name, Fix My Life. I don't know if y'all watch her. I took a class with her, right? And this class was amazing. And it was called, it was called From the Ground Up, which is funny. Um, and I still have it. I might, I might do that with y'all i don't know if y'all want to do it with me but it was amazing um and this class brought out so much stuff that i had inside of me remember guys i, I wrote a book called broken then healed and i at that time thought that i was good but i was far from healed i was still very much broken and i didn't know that so um at the end of the day it, when I was writing the book, I was reliving a lot of things that that happened to me and I was going through the emotions. But what I was also doing, I was also um, realizing that it was um, a lot of problems that I had. And the reason that I was the way I was, I was realizing that because I had to kind of go back and and look at it. So the, I'm telling you guys this because sit down. Write things out about how you feel, what you've been through, um, what makes you angry. Why does it make you angry? You know what I mean? Because a lot of times people only focus on the surface and they don't get to what the root of the problem is. And that's why they never fix the situation. The only way you're going to know how to fix you is if you get to the root. You can't just say, well, they're pissing me off and I don't like that. And this is why I respond. What, why is it that that one thing triggers you? What is it about that that sets you off? And why is it the trigger always the angry? Being in anger instead of another way of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because sometimes some people only know how to respond in violence and anger. And maybe that's what they learned, right? Maybe that's what they learned. But it is important to write those things down, to go back and then see. Because I always say this. this is, I, I use this um, terminology all the time. It's also not just with us, but with the world, with racism and everything. I always say we have to always start at the root because once you plant the seed and that flower grows, right, especially if it's an annual <laughs> and you chop it off. OK, so you could cut it and say, well, I don't see it no more. So everything is all good. But down in that root remains the same seed that was planted. And the only way you're going to be able to fix your issue is if you get that seed up out of there and replant a better one. OK, this is how we grow into the best versions of ourselves. This is how we become better because we get to the root of stuff and stop focusing on the surface, just the tip of the iceberg, because something else is so much deeper than that. And that's what we need to fix. You want to read some of those comments? Yep. Cal Carter put you right. When you write your feelings, put them in a jar and go back a week later, then ask yourself, was it worth being mad? Mm, 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 he also said he don't let things that get that get to me. I can't control. That's right. Um, tell Mama put, uh, I've been dealing with my mother and her triggers in controlling me. Mm, that's deep. And, you know, let me just uh, say something about that real quick. It's funny because most parents uh, tell Mama want 
to control their kids or they want their kids to be, you know, a certain way. And, and of course, I'm sure it's always for the for the good. Right. You always want your kids to, to do better. But I always tell my kids, just like a conversation I had with my daughter, what? Because I wanted to <clears throat> make sure I wasn't doing it to her because sometimes I could be a bit bossy too with her. But I said, well, what makes you happy? That's why I asked her. Once she knows, then I'll know how I need to be. And I don't have to have my expectations on her. You know what I mean? Or or my son or our sons. You know what I mean? What actually makes you happy? But you have to also recognize this and understand this. Whatever you choose to make you happy, remember that's your choice. Mm-hmm. So if you say, what makes me happy? I don't want to do nothing. And I don't want this, that, and the third. And I just want to chill. Well, who going to take care of you? Because you ain't going to put that burden on me. That was your choice. Okay. All right. I always say this and I'm going to say this public right now. So the world can hear, share this shit. <laughs> I teach my kids thoroughly. And I tell them, if you're doing this and you're doing that, and that is against what I taught you as far as your morals, I'm going to let, don't, they ain't going to blame me saying, oh, what happened to your mother? She didn't teach you. I taught you. Because when they grow up, they grow up, through, they're going to be who they're going to be. So if you are doing something that, that I know, you know, I'm not taking the blame for nobody's stuff. Now, it is my job as a parent to teach my kids right. OK, it's like I tell my son, open the door for a girl, hold her books, be respectful. What side are you supposed to walk on if you walk in with a female? How do you talk to adults when you walk in people's house? Make sure you speak, go up to people, treat people kind. You understand? Now, if he's doing anything out of the ordinary, trust me, that is definitely not because he learned it here. OK, it could be his peers or what he learned or what he's seen on social media, but we check him them, I should say, you know, we ain't having that, but I'm not taking up. Uh, well, you, you make a choice to what you're going to do with your life. Remember, that's your choice. That means that you're responsible for the choices that you made. Okay. So understand that we got any comments we want to read before I move on. All right. So I want to talk about God for a minute, guys. Now, don't go scattering on me now. <laughs> Ray, don't you go nowhere. <laughs> I want to talk about God. Um, listen, I'm not a religious person. I do believe in a higher power. I don't know what that power is. I can't say it's a girl, a guy, uh, a person. I believe it's a spirit. I don't know. None of us know. Let's keep it all the way real. What we do is we believe what we believe. And that's what we hold sacred to our heart because of what we think to be true based off of the evidence and what we feel and spiritually or whatever. Rather, you believe in the Bible, you don't, you believe in Muslim, you a Christian, you a atheist. I don't know what you are, but I'm going to tell you like this. There is one thing that I do know. I don't go to church like that, but I'm going to tell you, the more this world get away from believing in a higher power, the more destructive it is becoming. There is no accountability. Now, I'm not telling people to believe in they and um, um believe in their master's religion. I'm not telling people to believe in a man-made stuff. I don't really care what you believe, but one thing that I know, and I you can't look around and tell me that you don't see what the hell is going on. Okay. 
What is going on? And you going to tell me that this ain't affecting our mental health? If somebody say there is no accountability for my actions and I don't believe in this, that, and the third, they're going to do whatever. They're running wild out in these streets, killing each other, shooting each other. I don't think it has anything to do with God, though. I didn't say it had anything to do with God. What I'm saying is I believe that the, the people getting away from the belief of a higher power. I believe that that's affecting people's behavior. You don't think so? No. Okay. I'm tell me say, what y'all think. I'm Go ahead. Tell you. Tell you. Mm -hmm. Because the idea of a higher power, even when people were doing it, this world was messed up. Wars was happening. The same people who were believing in a higher power were doing the exact opposite. Okay. You know, so okay. so now to blame the fact that people were getting away from it, it to me it doesn't it is and it's just my opinion. I, I don't believe that's the cause because people even when the higher power and that belief was there, mm -hmm. people were still doing the negative stuff. The only difference now is it when you do something negative, it could be around the world in 30 seconds. It's the only well, difference. I understand that um evil has always been upon us, right? Um, I get that um, control in a sense. Right. So when we think about if everyone felt like, hey, I'm going to pay for my sins, I should be a better person. You know, the Bible at some point, I'm not I'm going to tell you, don't don't I don't know the Bible like that. So let me make that clear. You could. So I know people that let me tell you this. I know people that know the Bible and they probably the biggest hypocrites that I've known. I'm not trying to be funny, but it's the truth. I don't know the Bible like that. But some of the things that I do know from it, especially in Proverbs and certain things, right, is that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, right, <laughs> if we don't have no accountability and people don't fear something, it's just like your parents. If your kids don't, I mean, they should always respect you. People want to be respected more than they want to be feared. But if your kids don't fear you, they're going to curse right back at you. They're going to talk junk. They're going to do this, that, and the third. They're going to do what they want to do. So in my opinion, opinion, I believe that kids should respect you and also somewhat fear you, knowing that you're going to whoop their ass or jack them up if they get out of line, right? But when they don't got none of that, when they said to y'all, you can't, I don't believe in abuse, but I believe in an ass whooping. When they started telling parents that they can't discipline their kids by spanking them or hitting them and the parents could go to jail, look at how quickly and easily things shifted. See, before back in the days, all of us used to like, like to talk about how the little white kids was acting up in the supermarket, yelling and going crazy. But guess who doing it now too? the black kids, too. OK, why do you think that is? You know why? Because things have changed. Laws have changed. Certain things are happening and certain things are different now. Different morals are in place. OK, it's a lot going on. So when these things change, you can't sit here and tell me that you don't think that people who do not have a connection with God or believe in a higher power. OK, are not being affected by their actions because they don't have no accountability. You don't believe that? Okay, I respect your opinion, yeah, no, but I disagree, man. Accountability shouldn't come from a higher power. Problem with the, of the world today is the accountability mm -hmm. is not happening today. You know, we, mm -hmm. we you, if we keep saying, "Hey, when you die, oh, you're gonna pay for it." Well, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, not, mm -mm. Not, yeah. I ain't saying that. See, 
I'm not saying, and that's where I'm saying how I'm not a religious person. So I want to make this very clear. Although I, I believe that religion, if it's used right, can be a good thing. But what I'm saying is, I don't believe that, oh, when I die, that's when I'm I, I'm going to get to the heaven. I believe that we can have heaven here, right here on earth, right here on earth. I'm not going to listen to somebody tell me that the only way I'm going to enjoy that is when I die, when they're going to enjoy it now. So I do believe that the Bible was, you know, wrote and, you know, but that's my belief. But it don't matter at the end of the day, if Proverbs is telling me do good. And good will come to you. Be a better person and do this, that, and the third. If it's telling me all good things, why would I have a problem with that? Why would I go again? Like, just because, oh, a man wrote it. If a man did write it, but it's good stuff, who cares if it makes me a better person and if it makes this world a better place? I, 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 I don't disagree with that, but why mm-hmm. would it have to be in a book for somebody to be, oh, this is what you're supposed to be? That is human nature. Right. But what I'm saying is some people might have to read it. Right. Where are they going to get their information from? Most of us get our information from reading. Right. Because those things that you read in the Bible mm-hmm. are, that you just repeated are natural human emotions. Be good to people. That, should, that, but but it's not, not natural for everybody. You should not have to be told that. So you do got some people do got to be told that. Yeah, not do a book. Kids got to be taught that from the beginning. Yes. You got to be taught that. You got to be taught it's that. It's moral responsibility. So where does it come from? Inside, not a book. I disagree all the way, man. <laughs> Y'all know. Mm. Right, let's let's read a couple of these comments and then I'm going to get to my next thing. But I hope that, um, you know, look. He says what he says. As long as at the end of the day you do right, you you get you get right with yourself. I think that is important, and, and try to put out good. Uh, definitely try to put out good, y'all. We got we see in these comments. We're gonna get to it in in a, in a second, but I I want to say that I definitely believe in the law of attraction, one hundred percent. When I wake up and I speak words and I say stuff, it do you know what it happens? Like so, I believe in it. I believe in it. If you get up and you're angry and you put and you go out in the world angry and somebody looks at you and see an angry face, they're going to feel your energy. They're going to know you're angry. Some people might get away from you and then others might just respond back. So they're, they're going to give you what you're putting out. So that's how that works. That's what you call the law of attraction. So whatever you put out, you get back. Think positive. Be positive. Um, Go ahead, read the comments, and then I'm going to go to the next. I'll start with Town Mama. Town Mm -hmm. Mama Mama said, God brought us together for a reason. Think about it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, Town Mama. said, a bunch of lies. What is the truth? (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Calcutta said, the kids are smarter now because they know the laws so that they they try to get away with with the people or parents that don't know it. Mm. Uh, Shaki wrote, it's not it's not you, it's the devil. The devil comes in. I don't know, because that's like saying every bad person is possessed. Well, it is evil within you, right? But it's and not the devil. Listen, what so let, let's talk about that real quick, right? Okay, so sometimes we love to put a title on something, just like they gave to us. You're black, you're white, you're this, you're that, right? Those are just titles that was given to us. So when we talk about the devil and we talk about God, those are just titles, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. right? So when we talk about the devil, the devil is known to be bad, known to be evil, correct? So forget about the word devil. Don't think of the horns on the head. Don't think of hell and a little pitchfork. Just think of evilness. See, because evilness 
is what the problem is. And it doesn't matter. See, that's when when we when we talk about race too, forget about all the race because there's there's evil in every race in everybody. I personally don't believe too. When I'm gonna tell y'all, oh boy, here's the deal. I do not believe that all cops are the problems. I don't. I believe, I'm going to tell you, when I look at what's going on now, I'm going to tell you, my mind has totally shifted. Why are you moving my mic? <laughs> my mind has totally shifted away from how I was looking at things. I do know that there's bad police out there, yes. But I'll tell you like this. It's hard to be a police now with the way people are acting. Yes, it is. If If my kid right now said that they wanted to be a cop, Let's think about this, because, see, y'all not looking on the other side. If my kid right now said that they wanted to be a cop, if your son said that they wanted to be a police officer, you're going to tell me you wouldn't have no fear? Are, are, are they going to make it home safe? Are they going to be OK? I understand that Jews, right, let's talk about them. They police themselves. So you probably get less of what you get when we're all these different um races of people who look at people a certain way based off of titles and how people are acting in stereotypes. So you're going to get a response, right? But at the end of the day, right now, we need some type of order. We do need police. We need police. I I, I don't care. We need police. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, we <laughs> go ahead. Statistically speaking. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cops kill more people than cops are actually being killed. So they're, they're, they're being a, the cops being dangerous is not true. It is a dangerous job, yes. But they, you know, unfortunately, you can't say when you're going to die or when something's going to happen. Nobody has that number. But cops st statistically kill more people than, a, than cops being killed. Mm. Well, listen. I'm just saying, it's a fact. I, you're talking about the amount of cops that's dying. What I'm saying is this, at the end of the day, the way that things are going, these police officers don't even want to do stuff no more. So now, see, this is why you got to be careful of you know what you ask for, okay? See, <laughs> I don't want to go there right now, but I'm going to go there. Black people wanted integration and you got it. But what happened when you got it? You separated more. You got more divided. You didn't know how to create and build your own because at some point you had your own planes, your own hospitals, your own buses, your own this, your own school, right? But no, I want to go to your school. I want this. I want that. This and that. I want to be a part. I want to be a part. I want to be a part. You became a part of something and then you don't even understand how that system that you begged to be a part of is still the very old system that was that was set up for you not to be included and you're expecting it to work for you. Now, let's talk about the police. That was just an example. When we talk about the police, when you look at how the police are, um, we fought for, oh, yeah, they got to stop doing this, that, and the third, and they bothering us, and they this, that, and, you know, they arresting us for every little thing, and now all these crimes are happening. You don't know how many times I look on social media and see stores getting robbed where they are just 
People are walking in with bags. I mean, they bold now. They walking in with garbage bags and they they, they don't give a shit. The, in front of the workers and everybody, they taking the stuff, they putting it in, in the bag and can't nobody do nothing. And the cops ain't even doing nothing. Sometimes the cops is just sitting back like they told us we can't do this, that and the third. So now what is happening? We are getting what we asked for. Why? Because they're on the side. Let me just finish. They are on the side like, yo, I know that they signed up and this is their job. I get it. But you know what? You asked for something and now you getting it. You asked for them to not do certain things and now they're not doing it. And now you want them to do it. It's either you want them to do it or you don't want them to do it. I am not an advocate for bad police officers. I am not an advocate for anyone that is out there doing wrong. They are supposed to protect and serve. Right. And I understand that they all don't do that. There are bad cops, but there's good cops. Also, there are good people and there's bad people also. So all we are doing is fighting over names and titles and outfits and uniforms. Let's take it back to what's really inside. The evilness that really is inside an individual is what I'm saying. So listen, you wanted what you wanted and we got it. And now look at what's happening. People can't come out their house in New York City, some of them. These old people are getting robbed and killed. Okay? People are getting beat up. People are getting raped in broad daylight. And some people are recording the cops like, look, they ain't doing nothing. Okay. Yeah, How are we going to fix this? I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to say, because you, you brought up two things. Okay. Right? I'm going to first address people just running around, grabbing and stealing, even if they stealing minor, minor stuff, right? Mm -hmm. When you starving people and people are hungry, they ain't got no choice. That's not evil. That's survival. You know, now when we talk about the police standing there watching, you think that's a good cop? That is not a good cop standing there watching. That's a bad cop. That's a cop that we don't need on the street. The problem with the issue is that a lot of these cops are no longer able to do the violence the way they wanted to. So that's why they're leaving the job. The good cops aren't going anywhere. The good cops are still out there doing what they're supposed to do. The good cops are still out there arresting and stopping crime when they see crime happening. Mm -hmm. But the bad cops are the ones who stand in there watching because they can look back and say, see, I told you so. This is what happens. But like and I'm and I'm like I said, I'm gonna get back to get back at it. We we look at it and when we see people robbing and stealing, now I'm not gonna say murder. I'm speaking only robbing and stealing. When people are robbing and stealing, that's because they ain't got nothing to eat or they don't have it or they can't get it. Not for it may be for their own reason that they couldn't get it. Um, I have to, uh, I, I understand that there are some people out there who are, I mean, cause you know what I'm going to, that's going to be the, what I'm going to go on to next, which is the gas prices, the raise in rent, you know, all the inflation and, and, and the struggle that people are going through and how things are shifting and where people is moving. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, but with, when someone has to still to eat, that's different. These people are in these stores stealing makeup, stealing, you know, stuff that they don't need, stuff that they just want pocketbooks. I seen them rob like a whole, I don't know if it was a Louis Vuitton store. Or something. I mean, they're in these stores doing stuff like that. Now, I understand what you're saying. A, a good cop should not be standing back saying, look, y'all don't want us to do nothing now. Now, look, because as I said before, absolutely. If you're a police officer and you signed up for this, you know, 
then you know that you signed up to do a job and protect and serve. You took an oath to do that. I get it. But all I'm saying is I do understand their position sometimes. I am able to look and be a critical thinker and look on both sides because there are always both sides. There is. Sometimes we want to always pick a side, but sometimes both sides could be slightly wrong. So that's all I'm saying. Now, I'm going to read these comments and then I want to talk about, you know, how the things that we can do uh, because these people are suffering. And that's another thing why people are stressed out because because of the prices, things that's happening. But go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna start with a uh, town mama. She mm -hmm. put here. What about the police at the Texas school shooting? Were they scared? Go, you answer that. Sure, the hell was. <laughs> I you can't say nothing. Out of it. And yeah, I, I can say that it was, it's, it's, it was one being scared, and then you got to also look at the aspect of who they were going after to save because they went in the building. They just didn't save. Every, they only saved their own. So yeah, that they, they, I don't believe it was scared. They just what they did is just feel they didn't do what they were supposed to do. That was weak. Okay. Uh, Tony Little said, "Oh, well, Demoet, God is truly present in my life. I'm walking testimony of it. I woke up this morning. Let's just start there." Amen. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Calcutta said, uh, "Tupac said the same thing." Uh, Town Mama said, "I disagree with halfway with Ray." What's the other half? <laughs> Tell Baba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disagreeing with most of what he says. <laughs> Demo West said we have good cops and we have bad cops. Good people, bad people. The devil has children as well. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. That was it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So listen, I listen, guys. <laughs> OK, at the end of the day, like, like even like Dima West said, we got to start somewhere. Let's first start with being thankful for the fact that we're still here. We're here right now. You know, y'all looking at me. I'm looking at what y'all type. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about these things. Um, But it is important. We, we should and we got to have these conversations. Right. Because, look, as you see, we don't think alike on everything. And that's OK. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I respect his opinion. Do you respect mine? Of course. La, 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 I got to act, y'all. Why would not? No, no, no. Shoot. I want to say he respect mine, but I ain't going to assume nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to check. But I'm always asked. But no, we respect each other's opinion, which I wanted to get a check on that first. Um, but um, at the end of the day, we have to start somewhere and starting first with I woke up today. I'm happy. I'm here. That's one blessing, believe it or not, those when you opened your eyes. But let's talk about people suffering right now, what they're going through as far as um, their rent is becoming unaffordable. Um, gas prices are out the roof. Food is getting expensive. Not only is food getting expensive, but food is not good anymore. Okay. The food that's in these supermarkets at this point is bad food. And I hate to say this, but it's the truth. I mean, but we still got to go there because we got to eat. Right. But this is why and I keep saying we got to start this garden. We got to grow our own food. I don't know if anybody out there, I know uh, town mama, I know you, your kids have a farm. You know, it's so important because we talk about survival, but y'all pay attention to what's going on here. People can't afford the rent no more. Why would they even ask a person 
who is renting that they need to be able to make three times of the amount of the rent. That is what they do for mortgages, guys. This is what they do for people who need to get approved for a mortgage. You need you need to make three times the amount of your mortgage. Why would you do that to a renter? I could see saying two times, right? You got to be able to pay your rent, but you got to also have extra money to be able to pay your other bills, right? So that's understandable. You're asking for three times. Some of the rent, some people's rent is 25, $3,000. Some people's rent is $3,000 a month. Double mortgage. So you're saying that they need to make $9,000 a month. You're, ax you're asking the average person to make $9,000 a month when these jobs are paying bullcrap to the people, to their employees, and you expect them to survive and be in a good uh, state of mind and you wonder why mental health is on the rise people are scared people are hungry people don't know where they're gonna live people are seeing people die on a regular basis people don't know what tomorrow's gonna look like okay who do you blame for that i don't know who to blame um who do we blame for that <laughs> i don't I don't know. I don't have that answer right now. Who do you blame? Well, it starts with leadership. It starts locally. Okay. You know, if you, we, we talking for one, right now, I'll give you an example, right? Mm -hmm. Me and you was talking about it the other day. Gas prices go up, right? Mm -hmm. they, let's say now they're about $6, right? They bought the gas at a, when he first started going up, they had already started raising the price before they started paying more money for the gas. Okay. What they do now is now that the gas is high, they keep it high because now we have gotten used to paying it. Right. You right. Know, it's the same thing with food. They'll tell you, oh, the food is going up because um, gas prices are high, right? Mm -hmm. But once gas prices start coming down, the food prices don't. Right. Because we have gotten used to paying for it. I mean, it's, it starts with politicians tell the average worker, uh, you know, inflation is going up, but mi minimum wage ain't. Right, but that's what I said. So right, at the right. end of the day, you, at the end of the so it starts with leadership. Got it. Starts it. With you. you got no. It starts with people at home because a lot of people at home mm -hmm. sit back and do nothing. They still complain. Oh, my bills aren't going up. But you're not going out there. Go, you know, standing in front of these politicians saying, "Yo, this shit ain't gonna happen no more." So what? So you're saying that the way that we fix this problem now of the rising prices of the rent of the gas of the food, the, the low minimum wage that they are paying the people expecting them to survive. It's almost like it's, it's listen, they're wiping out the middle class. We had this conversation before and we all talked about this. I know you guys knew about it, right? Don't, it's not like we didn't know back in the day and say, eventually it's going to get to the point where they're going to eliminate the middle class, right? So we are here now. We are here now. This is what we are watching happen to people. So we got to be wise with our money, our choices, because people are losing in their investments. People are losing all across the board. Um, you're saying that you got to start by fixing this problem with first starting at home and doing something about it by going out and voting for the right people in your local areas. Yes. You believe that that is what's going to help the issue. Yes, because right now, and I'll, I'll give an example. We talked about this on the show. Mm -hmm. $40 billion 
go into other countries mm-hmm. and then they turn around and tell us in here in America, we can't do nothing for you. We'll let you starve. Right. That's a problem. They it's the same $40 billion. And when we talk about crime happening in this country, right, they're taking the same $40 billion and buying weapons for another country. But you can't own a weapon here in this country. Yeah, so we got to start thinking about that. That's why crime in this in the same in, in this country is going up because we can't get a weapon. Meanwhile, they'll take forty billion dollars and give it to somebody else to Ooh. buy weapons. Mm. Now that that's huh. all right, okay, that's what I'm talking about. You that is a really good point you just made there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, first, let me let me shout out Mr. 845 T. Mix in the building. Yes, Hood Court is tomorrow. He will be here, he said, for Hood Court tomorrow. And um, town mama said, who the hell makes 9K a month? I'll marry him. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. She said, shit, I'm going to marry him. Because, <laughs> listen, I see the post that said, um, this new rent got families getting back together. Like, yo, for real, you know, because it's hard out here. It's hard. It's, it's very, very hard. People think. And let me let me say one thing, and then I want to read Cal Cutter's uh, comment. It's crazy because people look at us and they swear up and down like like we got it so easy. Let me tell you, if you don't have the responsibilities and bills that we have, you have it easier than us. This is the problem with people where they think that that you just have this shit and they don't understand. You don't just get something. You get it, but then you have to keep it and you have to maintain it. How do you get something, keep it and maintain it? We like it's it's crazy. You know, when I look around and I see people and then they be expecting us to do so, so much. And I'm like, yo, do they really think that like we probably are got it harder than some people because we're trying to make sure we don't lose what we got. Okay, so this is where prioritizing comes in and still doing that, trying to have a good heart, trying to be helpful, trying to do this, that and the third, but still trying to keep what we worked hard for. How many of y'all are like that or understand where I'm coming from with that? This is ridiculous. Okay, it is ridiculous. And people don't understand when I, I make a lot of sacrifices to do the things that I want to do. Uh, I work and I still have a job. I, I, people be acting like I don't have a job. I'll be talking to some people. Some people hit me constantly or they want to be on the phone or they want to do this or that or they, they want me to go do this, that. And I'm like, yo, do they not realize like I still, yo, I'm I'm still on a corporate plantation, baby. And I'm okay with that. Do I want to be working for someone else? I do not. But until I get myself in a position where I know I'm good, I'm going to continue to be working and I'm not ashamed of that. Okay. A lot of times people want to tell people, oh, you still work for the man. Okay. If you still got a job and it's paying your bills and it's helping you survive, then you do you boo boo. You do what you have to do. Okay. What? Uh, most people who say that are living off of somebody else. You know what I'm saying? You still living <laughs> off somebody else. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying it is what it is because like, yo, people really will take advantage of you. People really, you know, and they assume things and they don't understand like how hard it is, you know? And, you know, look, I could go on for days on that, but I wanted to read what, what the cow cut to say there. In this country, real, is this country really doing bad? Because I see they're still building houses around here like crazy. Mm-hmm. So whatever their plans are, we don't know it. Gentrification. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, here's the thing. Pay attention. Let me tell you how I think. 
Okay. And I hate to say, I hate to sound like this because, you know, I always hear Malcolm X say something, you know, certain lines and I don't ever want to ever go against, I love my people. I don't want to go, but listen, I'm not with the ignorance. Let me tell y'all one little thing about me right now. Okay. Even if I rap, you will not really find me in bars no more. You're not going to find me in clubs. That is not the atmosphere that I like. I don't like that environment. OK, um, when I'm doing something, when you see me, you're going to see me at nice, beautiful, elegant restaurants. It doesn't mean that things can't happen there. It just means that who I surround myself with and the type of mindset that I want to be around has totally changed. I noticed this after COVID. After COVID, when I tried to go back out in the same atmosphere that I thought I was going to be comfortable in and I went in that atmosphere, I was like, I do not want to be here at all. Um, no disrespect to anybody. I am past this part in my life. This is not for me. Okay. Do I like events and gatherings? I do, but I like it on a different scale. That's why I said, Hey, if I have something, I don't care. I'm gonna put it out there. And somebody steal it. I want it to be private, private members only, because I don't want just anybody coming into my establishment and I, and it ain't going to be about race. Cause some people like to say, Oh, it's because we black. No, maybe it's because you might bring trouble. Maybe it's because you coming in here with your jeans and your Tims and you think that I'm stereotyping. No. OK, because if I seen somebody white trying to come in with with, with black boots or hanging and this and that, they wouldn't get in either. So you come in, you dress the part, you look the part, you come in to have a good time. You're around people who are mature. I'm just saying it's certain things that I'm not with no more. I, I don't want to be in a certain atmosphere. It ain't for me. OK, I don't need to be in the hood. I ain't got to prove myself to nobody. That's it. I don't live for that. I don't live for that. Okay. I am a taxpayer. I don't get into fights. I call the cops. <laughs> okay. You could think what you want to think. You could call me or you want to call. Listen, that's what I pay my taxes for. I'm calling the police. <laughs> Who said it like that? What's his name? I'm calling the police. I forgot what his name is from House Party, the father that plays mm -hmm. uh Bernie Mac. No, not Bernie Mac. No, um, not Bernie Mac. I know what you are. Oh, I can't think of his um, name right now. With, with, with a, no, with a spoon. No, no. Uh, I'm so that. mad. He plays the father on um, um house party. I know he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I said Bernie Mac. Um, Whatever. I got to move yeah, on because I can't remember. Yeah, I, I'm mad. Yeah. I can't remember his name. But um, what was I saying? Because I didn't win it. So <laughs> you tell it on me. Oh yeah. Well, listen. I, yes, absolutely. Because let me. What? Here's the thing. Why am I going to put myself out there, get into an argument with somebody on the street, start going back and forth, and people want to show people that they're tough? Since we're on this, let's talk about it. People, she said, Medea. People want to show people Robin that they, Harris. No, it's not Rich Harris. It's, it's, it's Robin Harris. Oh <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. No, the one that because he played the father on the Boondocks. Oh, oh you talking about? Oh, I he know played John. the father on Friday. John Witherspoon. That yeah, I sat with this moon. That's what I was talking about. He was like, I'm oh. calling no police. But anyway, people always want to show. Let me go back to what I was saying. And this is the mentality that we have to get away from, guys. Okay. People always want to show that I'm tough. My people, I love y'all, but y'all gotta stop. I'm from this hood. I'm this, I'm that. They always want to show. And I was talking about this the other day. How to look at his face, uh, how tough they are, how bad they are, how nobody could touch them. How they, and we love to take pride in showing people how tough we are, especially as black people. But here's the thing. And then we turn around in the next breath and say, these doctors treat us like we don't feel pain. 
Stop advertising that we so damn tough then. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell them right now, I feel pain. And I'm going to let them know. I don't need to show see, the, that that tough shit. I don't like it. I don't like when I, if I come around, cause I seen, I ain't gonna say it, but if I'm around <laughs> somebody or I come around another female and they have this very aggressive, like, like I'm gonna show this chick, like I'm the shit or whatever. And then you think you're going to talk to me? No, I ain't, I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm, I'm staying away from ignorant niggas. <laughs> I'm gonna put it just like that. You're not coming in my circle. Okay. You laughing. Uh, you're not coming in my circle, a female or male. I don't like people who are overly aggressive, who always want to show. Like if I meet you and I'm smiling and I say hello, what are you looking me up and down for? Why are you giving me a dirty look? Why do you have a problem with me and I did nothing to you? Because you want to show me you're tough? You want to show me you're tough and then in the next breath you want to say white people say we don't feel pain? Well, you told them you don't feel pain. You forgot? Stop. No, I don't know. I, I think that's uh I think that's all races to do that. Mm, all races may do it, but look, y'all could be mad at me if I you mean, want I, to. I don't care if people but, look me up and down. If I look you up and down, now we both looking each other up and down. <laughs> you know, but it, it don't yeah. listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yes, he did pass away, John uh with the spoon. He passed away. Um I a, a person's uh I think that someone trying to imitate of being tough is really to me a, that's a sign of weakness to me it's a it's a it's it's, it's more of a weakness than strength because <clears throat> i th i feel that it takes more strength to really walk away from people to not address people to handle things in a better way okay because remember we're again we're dealing with so many different people on where their mental health is at risk our mental health is somewhat at risk Believe it or not, you might say I'm good, but you know, look around us. I look at, let me tell you something when it comes to our kids, right? So we have older kids too, that's in their twenties, but we still have a 14 year old. And what I fear more than anything is no matter how much I try to keep him off the street and he keep him in the sports and, you know, we try to do all these things to keep him very, very active where he's not thinking about being in the street. Right. But no matter how much you try to teach your kids the right way, they got to coexist with other kids who parents are not teaching them that shit. Do you understand what that means for your child, your child's safety? His, he's going to, your kids are going to want to be around their peers. They're going to want to connect and be around because it doesn't matter how cool we might think we are. They're not going to want to be around us because they're going to look at us like they getting old. They old. They not fun. We can't have certain things in common and they can't really totally let loose and be themselves. Right. They are themselves when they're really around their peers. But just think about who their peers is. I went to my son's track meet and the girls there and the kids, I, I, the disrespect was unbelievable. I couldn't believe my ears and my eyes. Now, look, I understand. I cursed when I was young. I get it. But I'm trying to tell y'all, 
What is happening to our kids when we talk about mental health? We better pay attention, close attention, because this is why I always say that thing about it takes a village, because it doesn't matter. You could do all the right things with your kids, but your kids got to go out in that world and they got to go to school and they got to do certain things and they got to do stuff at some point without you, where they're going to come into contact with other kids who parents don't give a damn, who parents love to glorify violence and talk bad. If you were in the house talking about, yeah, I did this when I was young and you're glorifying that, you're teaching them that that's okay. And then you wonder why your kids is the way that they are. We have to do better as parents. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to say, you know what? It may not always be that. It might be some of these kids getting taught at home. And then you got, you got some of these kids who are not being taught at home. But when they get out in public, they have to put on a persona. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's. Unfortunately for us now, for our kids nowadays, everything is a show. Right, right. <clears throat> Social media is crazy. Um, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, how do we fix this? How do we fix this? How do we fix this? <clears throat> Let me tell y'all a couple of things and I'm going to get out of here. I don't. I, I probably can't even touch on all this stuff. I just might have to do because it's way over the time. Um, but I want to <laughs> say give y'all some tips on um first let me tell y'all this i'm gonna give y'all a few things that i that popped up in my head on how you can make some money <clears throat> well the first thing and i spoke about this before if you want to save money the first thing you got to do is learn how to barter get a group of people somebody you know how to do this skill you know how to do this skill what you checking your head for? No, no, I'm trying to fix it. Oh, you know how to do your skill? We have to learn how to barter, okay? Because money is going to be an issue for a lot of people sometimes. So people, you got to respect people's time too. So, okay, times is hard. Food is expensive. Gas prices is up. Uh, rent is up. And people are trying to figure out how they're going to survive plus do or get other things. We'll learn how to barter. I posted I don't know if you guys got this. And I know some people have used it already. I know it's a lot of scams out there. But sometimes I probably should say, hey, guys, this is real. I posted this thing called Fetch. Can you put it? Are you able to put that link in the uh, comment section? No, I don't have it. Um, um, I posted this thing called Fetch. I'm going to put the link in here, okay? Um, and what this is, is all you do is, is, is scan your receipts, OK, you scan your freaking receipts and it gives you points. And when you get a certain amount of points, you can redeem it for gift cards for um, or like I think even cash cards. These are little ways that you could find. They, they it might be simple stuff, but these are ways you could find to make money back. There's an app. I'm going to send it to you. all Please, if you're going to do it, I have um, when you refer people. They give you like they like if I referred you to fetch, they're going to give me 2000 points and then give you 2000 points. So some people I know how people think, oh, you're only telling us this because you're going to get something from it. Not true. Totally. But if you're getting the information from me, why wouldn't you want me to get whatever referral they're going to give me? If somebody you understand what I'm saying? Like, why would you do that? Like, I bet if you want to pass it on to somebody, you would say, hey, use my code so that I get in. They only give you two thousand points anyway. <laughs> it's not it's not that much. Yeah, you need like two hundred thousand to get something. No, you don't. You need 10,000. What? You need to. I got 10,000 points right now. I can redeem it. Oh boy. Don't put okay. false information out there. You, <laughs> I'm about to start, turn his mic off. Mute. <laughs> Let me stop. But um, listen, so 
the fetch um, is a great uh, way on how you guys could um, you scan your receipts and it gives you points. You ain't got to do nothing else. So we were trying to figure out how do they make money? How do they make money? What what benefit is this company getting? Well, the benefit from it is like they use like it's for marketing tools. Right. So who's shopping where the things that people are buying? And it might be something like Scott's tissue. Want to see who's purchasing their stuff. So you might get. um. 5,000 points if Scott's tissue is on your receipt. So I have that. I'm going to share it with you guys um, in the link. That's another way to make money. There's another thing called Merchandiser um, where if you want to make money in your local area, um, my, my stepson just did it today. I had told him about it and I learned it on TikTok, right? I learned this on TikTok. There's a whole bunch of stuff, but you can make little, little side jobs just by going into stores, taking pictures, sending it to the company. And then they, they send you money, yeah, right? I think he said he made $80 a day for about an hour. Listen, hour <laughs> listen, you could actually make little side money. So if somebody's hungry, you need $80. Let me see what they got on here in my local area. Let me go there and do it. And then they pay you for mileage. So if y'all, I'm going I'm to send y'all the information. If you got, y'all, y'all know y'all can hit me up also, but there's so many ways on how you can make money. Okay. So many ways on how you can make money. Let me, I'm going to go through a few things because I, I, I'm, I, I have classes that I'm teaching and I got to get to that, but Guys, being a homeowner, let me first tell y'all this. If you have Section 8, don't give your Section 8 up if you don't have to. I'm going to give it real with you because you could be a homeowner and still have Section 8. Jews do it all the time. When I first bought my first house, I had Section 8. I was on Section 8. Section 8 paid me as the... Why you keep moving? Because I'll tell you later. (laughs) Why? Do it look funny? No. Oh, Section 8 paid me as uh, the landlord. So you can actually keep Section 8 and Section 8 will pay you. Now, um, yeah, you know, you, you use Section 8 as a stepping stone. I wouldn't say keep it, you know, because you want to expand and grow from there. But if it, if it helped you, let me tell you why keeping your Section 8 helps you if you get a mortgage. I know we're off topic, but listen, this is a part of mental health because how are you going to survive, right? So I'm going to talk about this. These things are helpful to people. If the mortgage company will look at Section 8 and say and, say, and use that as an income. So let's say Section 8 is going to give you $500 a month towards your mortgage and pay you as the landlord, but you're your own tenant. The mortgage will say, well, that's a $500 of income that you have. Okay, and that is used. That's that's what they did with me. I got ten thousand dollars. I got ten thousand dollars of free cash because I went to a first time home buyers program and I used that money as my down payment. Um, <clears throat> I only had to come out of my pocket when I bought my first house, the house that is our rental property now. Four thousand dollars. I thought I was going to have to come out more. You know who helped me? This white lady. Her name was Eileen Clifford. Um, I was about to make a big mistake and get a mortgage that was an interest only loan, which was horrible. The real estate agent that I had did not really want to help me. She wanted to make a profit, a bonus and get her um, commission. And the other lady said, let me tell you something. Don't do this. She told me, I'm going to help you. I'm a, this is this program. Take this program. It's only three days. Three days. You could take a first time home buyer program, three days of your time, only three hours. And then they got money waiting for you. Now it's $20,000. I only got 10. When I told people about it, they got 20. 
They was able to use that house. I mean, use that money to purchase a home. Then I got a conventional loan. The conventional loan that I got at that time, they did a deal with me where I didn't have to pay PMI, which is private mortgage insurance. Private mortgage insurance is something that the bank tack onto your mortgage just in case you don't you're unable to make the payments or whatever. It's another way for them to jack up the price. I don't like it. If you put less than 20 percent down, then you're going to have to pay PMI. Right. So these are things that you guys should know. OK, um, I don't know everything about real estate and I'm still learning. I know what I've done so far and I can teach that. I can only teach that. I'm trying to get into more commercial real estate. I'll tell you the mistake that I did make. If you never bought a home, the mistake that I made was that I went, I bought a single family home and I should have bought a two family home. You can, when you buy a two family home, I'm sure y'all know this already, you purchase the home, but if you don't, I'm going to say it. You purchase the home and the two family, you live in one, you rent out the other one, and then you use that money to pay your mortgage, so it's ultimately you're, you're living rent free. Ultimately, you're living rent free. Okay, so that's how that works. Okay, that's one thing. Here's another thing that I'm gonna tell y'all. These are just things I'm throwing out there because I just want to make sure that I'm helping, especially my people that tune in. If you have a business, save your receipts. OK, I was I was slacking on this, but I do write off a lot of stuff and I'm about to start writing off more because at the end of the day, our house is our business. We, we work from home. OK, our podcast is from home. We, we invest a lot of money um, when you go out to dinner. If I have a if we're talking business, that is a business meeting. I'm writing that off on my um, my taxes. If you have a business, you want to get a Dunn's number, Dunn's and Bradstreet. OK, start learning how to also build your credit with your business separately from your personal credit. A lot of people don't do that. You might have horrible personal credit, but your good credit could be good and you could turn around and buy a building. You don't know. You understand? But it takes, uh, you know, it takes a lot to start. Let me tell you all some things that people do not know about Duns and Bradstreet. And I'm still working on this. And then I'm going to shut it down because I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but I'll be back next week because I want to continue to teach these things. <clears throat> and I am going to be running some classes very shortly. Soon, I mean. But what I didn't understand about Duns and Bradstreet was that here's how it works. It's free, right? Duns and Bradstreet, you get a number. It's almost similar to a EIN number, which is what you get for your um your uh your business, right? Because once you get an LLC or whatever business you got, you got to get an EIN number. And the EIN number is similar to what a social security number would be for your business, right? But a Duns and Bradstreet number is totally different. This is something that you use separately to build your credit and how it works, because a lot of people don't understand how it works. The way that it works is you could use, let's say you got a business credit card and you think you're building up your credit. But most of these places are not reporting to Duns and Bradstreet. Right. So what happens? What happens is you have to let's say you used your credit card and you shopped at Macy's. I'm just throwing anything out there. Well, Macy's have to be the one to report or you have to say, hey, I shopped at Macy's and, and prove it. And then if if that company is one that reports to Dun and Bradstreet, that will boost your credit up. So it's about where you shop. OK, next week, I'm going to give you all some tips on how we can help each other build our own Duns and Bradstreet credit up with one another. 
I'm not going to get into that right now. But what you can know is that if you have a Duns and Bradstreet number, the way that you build your credit with Duns and Bradstreet is by reporting the things and the businesses that you shopped with, not the physical credit cards, not MasterCard, Visa, American Express. No, it doesn't work that way. It works with where you spent your money. Okay. All right. So what are we going to do? Each one, teach one. This is Talk Therapy Tuesdays. We are addressing a lot of stuff, but we're going to help build one another up. You guys have information, share it with me. This is how we feel better at the end of the day. Okay. We feel better about ourselves. We feel better about our community, about us. And it helps us because it's something good to look forward to. This is what talk therapy is about. All right. So we're going to shut it down. I did not get to everything that I wanted to talk about, um, but I will on the next show. But I'm going to make sure from this point on um, and be more organized that I have stuff that I'm making sure that y'all walk away with something that is helpful and valuable information. But we're going to also address our mental health issues and talk about things. You got something to say? Yep. Before we end. Yes. For anybody, since this is a mental health check in show. Anybody who's in crisis, this number right here, crisis number, 800-273-8255. Reach out to someone. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. That was good. Because, listen, a lot of people don't know, and they, they don't reach out, and it's okay. You never know. You never know. Listen, y'all, <clears throat> I want to thank y'all so much um, for tuning in. I hope that I gave y'all some valuable information. Again, I'm going to repeat that for those who do not know. Duns and Bradstreet, share this. I will be coming back on here um, every Tuesday when we come here and we talk about stuff, we get things off our chest, and we talk about our mental health. I'm also going to give y'all valuable information that I'm going to be teaching in my classes. Um, and these things, some of these things, let me just be clear. What I'm going to be teaching in the classes is things that I already already done. Some of the stuff that I learned along the way, I'm going to talk about it on the show. I don't have a problem with sharing with people. A lot of times people don't want to share for some reason and teach someone else, but you have to learn how to share because when other people are happy, like we just have a whole happy community, period. But people have to know how to build themselves up. If you got food, if you got a great place, to, if you're living good and you got food, you got a roof and you could, you know, take care of yourself, then ultimately you're going to do great. So again, this is why I wanted to share the Duns and Bradstreet with y'all because some people know about it, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people do not understand that they can build their personal, I mean, their business credit up totally separate. And it's not about just the credit card. So go to that website. if you, Because guess what? Like I said, your food, your gas, you see the gas prices? The gas prices are through the roof. Write it off. Write it off. They're going to pay you back. Write that off. OK, D don't let them get away with everything. You can write off your clothes. If you bought an outfit for a video and it was for a video shoot and that's your business, write it off. Your cell phone is a business. Write it off. You're going into next week. OK, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Because I love I, know, I love teaching, guys. Listen, I love doing that. And again, look out for my classes that I'm going to be running soon. I'm going to be doing workshop classes where I teach these things. They will be uh, classes that I charge for. Um, but I will be also I'm going to be um, giving away um, some stuff and some self-help books. Guys, if you haven't already, please um, hit me up. Purchase my chips. I'm getting low on it, but I do want to get it out there to people who have it. If you know any stores that might want to uh, try my chips in the stores, let me know. 
I appreciate y'all so much. I hope that this uh, was helpful to you. And we will see y'all next week on Talk Therapy. Peace, y'all. We hope you enjoyed your time with Lady Miz on Talk Therapy. We'll see you next time. Be sure to add our channel to your Roku list and listen to us on all streaming platforms. From the ground up. From the ground up. There's only one way to go from here.